You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the leading SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, and email marketing authorities come to share their secrets. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, OneClick Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, OneClick Lindsay, and today we have a special guest. His name is Aaron Walker, and he is a businessman and life coach. He has inspired many through his leadership, mentorship, and consistent pursuit of excellence. He enjoys helping others and believes experience is a great teacher. 35 years of entrepreneurship and marriage have given Aaron a wealth of experience. Aaron continues to reach new heights and broaden his perspective of the terrain by examining his experiences and growing from them. Aaron runs a coaching and mastermind program for only dudes that you can find out more about at viewfromthetop.com. So we're going to ask him a ton of questions about this. Um, if you're a fan of the Traffic and Leads podcast, you have heard this name mentioned many times before, and now we have the man on our podcast. So let's welcome Mr. Aaron Walker. How's it going <laughs> Thank this morning? Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. I've never had the introduction to where it says all dudes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> well, going to have to change that. I have that. a real that, problem with that. <laughs> that well, at least you didn't call me the dude. You said this gentleman. <laughs> so thank you for that. This is awesome. Gentlemen. That, with, with your Texas draw, I suppose Texas that would be draw. a better I don't have an accent. People tell me I do. I don't know. But, hey, thank you for having me on Traffic and Leads. It's a real honor for me. Thank you. Sure. Well, honestly, first things first, why is it only for men? Why do you only cater just to men? Is it this niche thing and you found that that is your best niche? You know, here's the thing. I've been in accountability groups and mastermind groups for over three decades now. Started with these accountability groups where men get together. We try to be better husbands, better fathers, better businessmen. And so I surrounded myself with men because men need to talk about what only men can sometimes and as a direct result of that, I just kind of grew into thinking, of course, because I'm a man like men, and we need to be able to call each other out. And sometimes you can't do that with women in regards to the you know, same group. I'm saying women can do this on their own. But I just elected to have a niche market for men because my wife, I used to do financial counseling at our church, and my wife would come sometimes, and she'd say, you're so mean. I said, what? She goes, the women always leave crying. And I said, well, we're doing financial coaching. They're spending too much money. They need to quit. And she said, you could say it a little nicer. And I'm like, you know what, Robin? I just got to deal with guys because I don't, want, I don't want to make anybody cry, Lindsay. <laughs> well, uh, isn't that one of the good classifications of a good business coach is that you can make your clients cry just a little bit? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, we want to get better. Right, and I tell everybody, if you want to feel warm and fuzzy, buy yourself a puppy. Right, I mean, we got to we got to get better, and so to get better, we've got to be blatantly honest. And I don't have time to candy coat everything. Just say it, and let's deal with it. And move on. Love it. I love it. Okay, so when you were 27 years old, you had started. Well, why don't you tell us your first um, entrepreneurial? Like journey. journey. So yeah. I know you sold. I know you sold yeah. a business for a ton of money. So don't forget that part of the story. <laughs> okay. Let me back up. I'll give you a 30,000 foot view real quick. So when I was 13 years old, I started working for a guy here in Nashville. I'm a native Nashvilleian. And so I started working for this guy. I fell in love with the business at 15 years old, decided that's what I wanted to do for a living. Went to summer school and night school for 18 months. Had enough credits at the beginning of my junior year of high school to graduate. So I worked every day my junior year, senior year of high school. I met a couple of guys that had a lot of money. And I mean a lot of money because I didn't have 
any. We lived in a 700-square-foot house, four children. My dad never made over $15,000 a year in his life. We were broke, Lindsay. My dad was a great man, but he was a horrible business person. He didn't teach us anything about business. He taught us a lot about a lot of other valuable things in life like character and morals and honesty and integrity and those kind of things. But he didn't know how to make any money. So I found a couple of guys, approached them, and said, let's go into business together. That's a whole other story in itself. But we did. After about 90 days of negotiating, we went in partners. We took my experience. We took their money. We formed a partnership. Robin and I got married two weeks out of high school. So we've been married our entire life, it seems like. And so we started working in the business. We grew it to be very successful. Uh, We poured all the money back into the business. That's a real important part of the story. We didn't elect to increase our lifestyle. So we had two little girls. We had a very modest home, very modest cars. We poured all the money back into the company. We both said we may never have this opportunity again, and I don't want to blow it. So we put all the money back in. We paid a 10-year loan off in 36 months. So at 21, we had a paid-for business. We said, hey, let's do this again. So we bought another store, same thing. We did that four times. When I was 27 years old, a Fortune 500 company approached me. They said, hey, we want to buy your business. I said, I'm not for sale. We did that dance for about six months. Finally, they rung the bell. They said, okay, we want it. We want to be here. We want to grow through acquisition, not through startups, and we want your business. So anyway, make a long story short, I sold it. I was out. I was done, finished, went from nothing at 18 to being able to retire at 27 years old. And I thought, life doesn't get any better than this. And 18 months later, though, my wife woke me up from a nap, and she said, this is not the guy I married. And you have no energy. You're taking naps in the middle of the day. She didn't tell me, but I knew it. I gained 50 pounds in 18 months because I wasn't wasn't doing anything. Now, I'm a big guy. I'm 6'4", right? I could put on a little bit of weight, but not 50 pounds. And so she said, Aaron, you got to do something. So I went back to the guy I started with, went in partners with him. We grew that company the next 10 years to four times the size it was when I went in partners with him. I had a little bit of money. We could, you know, put it into the company and grow the company. I had a dream schedule. I worked three days. I was off four. I'd work three days the next week, off four, and I did that for over nine years. Well, here's where the fun starts, Um, not literally, uh, figuratively. I'm 40 years old. I'm headed to work. Things are good. Business is awesome. It's August 1st, 2001. Uh, This guy was crossing a four-lane highway to catch a city bus. Didn't look my way. I ran over him and killed him. And I pulled over to the side of the road. Everything is in slow motion. I don't know, Lindsay, if you've ever been in a really traumatic experience or not, but things slow down, almost like you're watching a video in slow motion. And I'm praying, God, please, no. I mean, that didn't just happen. I turned and looked, and sure enough, the guy's face down in the street. Cars are stopping everywhere. People are jumping out of their cars, and I I don't know what to do. So I grab my cell phone, and I'm shaking so hard I I can't dial 911. I mean, I literally can't dial it, so I finally get my composure Dial 911, the police come, ambulance. Make a really, really long story short, uh, he lived three days. His name was Enrique. He was 77 years old. He was from the Philippines. Uh, He had left his house to go to Lowe's and buy some things. He was catching the bus, and he just didn't see me. And uh, 
So anyway, Robin's in Florida with our children at the time on a mission trip from our church. I called her. They came home, and I took off several weeks, and we talked through it. And I said, Robin, yeah, I'm done. You know, we've been married a long time at this point. I said, I'm, I'm finished. We've been working hard since I was 18. I'm 40 now, and I'm done, and I, I'm selling the company. So I sold the company. We took the next five years off. We didn't do anything. We traveled. We built a new house changed locations, just kind of had to get a new, you know, a, a new experience. And uh, finally, she woke me up again from another nap, and she goes, you're getting fat and lazy again. So we go into construction business. We build a successful construction company over the next eight years. I turned 50 years old, and I said, this time I'm done. Robin started laughing. She said, you've retired more than the law allows. It's like against the law to retire three times. And I said, you know what, though, this time I'm done. Well, I was in a mastermind group then with Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller and Ken Abraham, some of those names you may or may not recognize. Yeah. And they yes. said, listen, what are you going to do? I mean, you've retired three times. Like, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm done. I'm going to live the good life. I'm going to play golf. I'm going to travel. I'm going to enjoy myself. And Dan Miller said, that won't last 90 days. He said, you'll get bored and fat and lazy again. He said, you need to start coaching. And I said, I'm not coaching anybody. And he said, no, really, Aaron, you've got 30-plus years of experience. You and Robin have been married over three decades. You've got some things to tell. And I said, Dan, I'm done. Dan Miller said, uh, come do Innovate. Uh, you'll enjoy it, how to coach people. Then Dave Ramsey said, come and do Entree Leadership Mastery Series. It's, it's my, my gift to you. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. $10,000 present. I'll take you up on it, Dave. Yeah. So I went and did it. And Lindsay, I loved it. It was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, these guys were listening to what I was saying. Dan Miller texted me on the way home from his event. He goes, Aaron, the people were listening. You got something to say. So I started experimenting with it. A couple of guys hired me. And the next thing you know, Lindsay, is five years later, we've got national and international clients. We have seven mastermind groups I facilitate. We have the community, uh, which guys from all over the world are participating in now. We have online forums where they're like a bunch of piranhas, and they're sharing information, connecting. And, Lindsay, I'll tell you the truth. I've owned 10 businesses collectively they don't compare with how much fun i'm having today in helping ordinary men become extraordinary wow that is a powerful story thank you for sharing it yeah that's the thirty thousand foot view that's 38 years i gave you in five minutes my Dang. for taking a little more time but you got a lot to cover in 38 years you do so okay my first question is Every it seems like every business you start turns to gold. Is that truly is that the <laughs> truth? You know what got me in trouble? That mindset got me in trouble my first business because I thought I was invincible. I thought everything I turned touched to gold. I was twenty seven years old. I didn't know anybody anything as far as the schedule was concerned. I had a little bit of money. I didn't have anything to do. And this is for a topic of another day. It almost got me in bad trouble. Bad trouble. Because when you think you're invincible, man, you better look out. And I was arrogant. I was a little cocky. And that really will get you in trouble. You need to remain humble. You know, I'm a Christian, and so I know that all good things come from God, and I need to pay attention to that. Not all good things come from my own hands, and I thought it did. And that hmm. almost got me in trouble. We'll rebook and we'll tell that story. It <laughs> okay, got fine, me in fine. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. My dad used to say, son, when you're climbing that ladder, the people you pass, you better be really nice to them because if that 
ladder breaks, you're going to pass those same people coming down. Uh, I didn't, Fair enough. I didn't take heed to that very good, and it taught me a lesson. But we'll come back and tell that story. Okay, so Adam, so let's get to traffic and leads. You obviously know how to build a business. How much of your 10 businesses or did any of them utilize online marketing? You know, uh, we have to go way back. You can't forget I'm 55 years old. We didn't have online marketing yeah. when I started these businesses. They were brick and mortar. They had. I wish that we had had online resources like we do today. There's no telling what we could have built as a result of it. None of them, except the business I'm in now, had anything to do with online. Wow. How many of your coaching members utilize online marketing? All of them. <laughs> Fair enough. So you do find it an integral, important part. That 100%. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So currently let's talk, let's talk just a little bit about your online marketing. Now it seems like, I mean, if you're buddies with Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller, you're not like people know who you are. So like, do you feel like you have to put yourself out there or are things like pretty full and you're not sweating it? Oh no, no. I think that, uh, you always have to sweat it, you know, cause things are changing so rapidly. The minute you think you've got it all together and you don't have to do it, you're going to be a distant memory. And so it doesn't matter. Dave and I've been best friends since 1995. So we go a long way back. I'm his longest running advertiser. 21 years I was an advertiser on Dave's show. He gave me advertising to try him in 1995. So we go a long, long way back. And I got to watch Dave build his businesses. You know, there were three people employed there when I started with him. And the last time I went and spoke to his staff, there were 550 employees. He's on 800 shows now. So I got to watch that up close. He's about to double. He's about to go to 1,000 employees building a new facility here in Nashville. So he's just beginning to grow again. And so Dave keeps the pedal to the metal all the time. He's always growing. And I got to see that up close. And what was really fun about that is people say, oh, well, I would love to be in a mastermind, and I would too with Dave Ramsey, but he wasn't the Dave Ramsey 20 years ago that he is now. Mm -hmm. My point in helping you guys is, you know, Ken Abraham's got 110 books in print. Well, he didn't 20 years ago, and Dan Miller was just starting 48 Days to the Work You Love. See, all these guys got together because they're smart business guys, but when you put them together in a mastermind, now the IQ level becomes genius, right? we got all these smart guys, and you put all your creativity together, and guys that are trusted advisors that are non-biased, and that is really important. You want guys that can breathe into your life that don't have anything to gain or lose. So if you continue to meet, we met in Dave's office for a dozen years every Wednesday morning for an hour and a half, brainstorming our businesses, sharing, breathing life into each other, and then we started doing social things together, and we just did life together as a result of that. My point to you is if you're not in a mastermind group, get in one starting today. Get in somebody's group. Go out and find people that can breathe truth into your life. How do you find the right one? It's difficult, just to be honest with you, because you've got to take it slow. You know, If you go into that group and you bare your soul immediately, you're crazy. You don't need to do that. You need to start very, very slow. Get people that have the same motivation as you, that want to excel, but be very diverse. 
Because if you're all the same, you don't need the other nine guys or nine ladies or whatever you're doing. If they all think like you, you know, you don't need anybody else. So we had people that were, you know, CPAs, guys that own construction companies, guys that were authors, guys that were preachers, guys that were, you know, you name it. We had a very diverse group, but we were all people of character. We had high moral values. We had integrity. And you put those fundamental foundational things into effect it is unlimited as to what you can do because bring an attitude of giving so it's not about what can i take that's the first misnomer we go into something thinking what can i get out of this i interview people now every person that's in my mastermind groups i interview personally and if all they talk about is what is the average income of the group what can they do for me can they make these connections i tell them you're not for this group and the phone goes silent it's like what and I'm like, you're not for this group. Nothing in your conversation has been, what can I bring? I can bring this level of experience from a family perspective, from a business perspective. These are the attributes that I have. I'm very strong here. I can help your guys. Those guys get in my group because Adam Grant wrote a great book called Givers and Takers. We're one or the other. I want a group full of givers. And then the natural reciprocity out of that, you get all you need when you bring an attitude of giving. Wow. So is there a female Erin Walker out there? You're going to say her name so we can all go check her out? You know what? Email me. We do have a couple ladies okay. that we refer people to. Uh, Lady J is one of them that is in our mastermind group with Dan Miller. Uh, so if you tell me, Aaron at viewfromthetop.com, I'll be happy to give you there. Susie Miller is another one. She's got great mastermind groups and coaching. And so, yeah, there's two or three that I can give you. Very awesome. Okay, so let's talk about the difference. We're going to get into coaching in a second, but you also host a online forum. Is that a fa that's a Facebook group, right? That you charge like forty bucks a month yeah, for? Yeah, is that what that yeah, is? It's thirty-seven dollars. And here's what we do: every Wednesday we have really cool guests. Uh, you know, I could sit here for an hour and read off all the names of the cool guests we've had. Uh, that really pour into the community. It's a half-hour interview. I do it live every Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we just had Cody Foster, you know, in Topeka, Kansas. He started a company 11 years ago. He did $5.5 billion in revenue last year from a startup 11 years ago. You know, we have Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Chris Brogan, Dan Miller. Uh, you name it, we've had these guys. They're either slated to come on or they've been on. And we interviewed these guys, and they give great, great feedback as to how you can grow your being an author, podcast host, expert in your industry. We have uh, resources that we give out constantly. We have a private Facebook page where you can't get in there unless you're a member of the community. But, Lindsay, what's so cool is, is we have guys forming partnerships, relationships. Uh, they're starting businesses together. We have guys that uh, we have one guy that they did $128 million in revenue last year. And then we have guys that are startups. They're they're in a corporate wow. job. And, Lucky them. Yeah, well, sure, because they have these resources to to fuel what yeah. they're trying to do. So that's why I said it needs to be very diverse. You can always be a mentor or a mentee. You can always be that to somebody, and that's designed intentionally that way. If we had everybody in there that did a hundred million dollars in gross revenue, it would be a whole different strategy. Guys that are just starting wouldn't feel they had any input whatsoever. And then you see what I'm saying? We 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 on purpose mixed it up so that mm -hmm. people can always be teaching. That's awesome. So do you find that people from your forum flow into your mastermind? 
then? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a natural funnel. It's a natural funnel, right? The, the guy, here's the thing. People have got to, they, they got to love you. They got to trust you. They got to believe in you. Some people do that at different levels. Some people hire me one-on-one. They say, hey, you were referred by somebody and I want to hire you. And they do. Other people go, you know what? Uh, I don't want to go there because that's expensive, but I'll join your mastermind. And then they grow to love you and trust you and see that you're the real deal. And other guys go, you know what? I don't have that much money. I want to join the community and I want to see what you're about because, well, we could talk for hours. Cancel your next appointment. Me and you will just talk for two hours. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. You've got to buy in to someone's philosophy. And my philosophy is is that I want you to be holistic in everything you do. I want you to be a great husband, a great man, a great father, and a great businessman. A lot of people look at it and say, I want to be very successful, and you do it at the expense of your family. So you'll come home one day with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers. And for me, you've not been successful. So we teach you how to do you know priority management, saying these are the big rocks, this is what's important, and I'm at all costs going to stick to this. I'm going to put the big rocks in first. And so we determine what those are for you and help you get on that path. Because there's always another email. There's always another client. There's always one more hour you could work. But Mm -hmm. at what expense are you doing that at? And so I help people not to do that. I want you to be a whole person. I want you to be community and civic-minded. I want you to be a person of faith and know who you are and what you believe and trust in. I want you to be that person for your family, for your children, and I want you to be successful financially. And it takes a lot of hard work to get there. It doesn't come easy. Dang. I wish it wasn't only for dudes. I'll stop saying that, but <laughs> that's a pretty powerful group, Aaron. Nice work. Yeah, I appreciate that. There's guys, life transformation is happening in these groups. It's amazing to me. People giving up vices for years. People not treating their wife like they should, and they are now. They now have relationships with their children that they haven't had before. And I tell guys, if you're going to cheat somewhere, cheat the office, okay? Because your office doesn't have a memory, but your family does. And I Mm -hmm. promise you, you're going to come home one day smiling, saying, I've succeeded at this or that, and your family's not going to care. The the way we spell love is T-I-M-E. And if you're not giving that at home, they couldn't care less what you accomplish at the office. So we teach how to be successful and significant simultaneously. Wow. Wow. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about coaching. If um, Do you think uh, coaching, so the way that I've always viewed it is coaching and mastermind kind of go hand in hand. Would you agree or is it one or the other? Yeah, no, I think it can be both. And I even hire coaches now personally. Uh, even now I hire coaches to help me work through things. I just had a guy that helped me work through understanding why we do what we do. I hired Dr. David Kruger. He was head of Baylor University Medical Center, and he helped me work through understanding why I even do what I do. And so I hired that guy. I hired Michael Yublowski as a LinkedIn coach, and I've hired social media coaches, and I've hired personal trainers that physically help me. You know, Here's the thing. You need to be spending, if you're an entrepreneur, 10% of your gross revenue on personal development. And people say, wow, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but each and every time you do that, you'll do better as uh, as a result of doing that. Each and every year, we do that at conferences. We go to four to six conferences a year. We'll hire personal coaches. It just helps you get there faster. It's a lot yeah. easier to learn on somebody else's dime than it is your own, right? Their experiences, Amen. what they've been through, don't think you know better and you're the rebel and you can do it differently. 
if there's a general consensus of the multitudes that says it should be this way, you might ought to pay attention to that. Fair enough. All right. In our last five minutes, Aaron, I want to talk about fear and productivity. So can you, um, I talked to a lot of small business owners, my clients included, um, something is holding them back and I usually will pinpoint that down to be fear. Can yeah. you kind of talk about yeah. your thoughts and feelings on that? Yeah. First of all, uh, first of all, I don't believe in failure. First of all, there, there's two things. You either succeed or you learn. Uh, there's really not failure. You know, failure is in not trying, not in not succeeding. And I couldn't lay in bed at night, Lindsay, and think, would it have worked? I got to try it. And if it didn't work, I take what I learned from that and I apply it to the next thing. We all have upper limit challenges that we got to push through. Gay Hendricks wrote a great book uh, called The Big Leap. And there's upper limit challenges that we all have. And we got to press through those. And you need encouragement, coaches and mastermind groups, accountability to push you through the next level. Here's what I say about fear. Fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure. And if you'll do that, you'll be highly successful at whatever you want to accomplish. When I was a kid, my mom would not allow us to say can't. She'd say, you might not be able to do it, but you're going to at least try. Well, as a result of that, it built great self-esteem within me because I would try it. She would force me to try it, and it would work. And I would be like, man, I can do this. She had a little saying that's become my life mantra. It's can't, couldn't do it, and could, did it all. And I have wow. lived that my entire life. Now my wife uses it against me. She'll say, I'm not sure you can do this. And I'm like, oh, good thing you have your wife, Aaron. <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Don't do this to me. Now I got to show you I can do it. My reply normally, not being arrogant or cocky, is yes, I can do that. If you'll give me just a little time to figure it out, give me you know, the instructions, uh, the grit, the determination, the perseverance, I'll figure this out. And when you develop that mindset, then you fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure, and you're very successful as a result of it. Awesome. All right. Why don't you finish this up and talk? give us your secret ninja tricks to productivity? Yeah, well, that's being very methodical and regimented, and most people don't want to do that, and that's where we lose most people. I'm a very regimented person. I have a very systematic process that I follow each and every day. I even wrote a step to a productive day, and I'll tell you more about that in a second when we get ready to sign off. But what you want to do is you, you don't have to do everything. Greg McCowan wrote Essentialism, and he tells us in there, rather than being an inch deep and a mile wide, man, niche down, focused, and be an inch wide and a mile deep. Now you've got something valuable. We don't have to do everything. If you would take the same amount of energy that you put in 15 things and put it in two or three things, you would have a service or a widget that everybody would want to either buy uh, or pay you for their service. And so we're not niche down enough. What you need to do is niche down, and then just before you launch, niche down about 50% more, and then you might uh -huh. be close to where you need to be. If you're talking to the whole world, you're talking to nobody. I know exactly who my avatar is. I know their age. I know where they go. I know what they read. I know what they like and they don't like. You've got to know them intimately. And you can't do that when you're shooting a shotgun. You've got to shoot a rifle. And you've got to be very, very specific. If you want to be productive, really niche down, really do it in a methodical way. Do it when nobody else is doing it because someday there will be a great harvest to reap as a result of it. Love it. All right, Aaron, take us away with your final words, how to find out more about you. I know you have some awesome freebies on your website. Tell us all about it. Well, I've even brought a present for your listeners. So Ooh, if you'll go to a gentleman, there you go, viewfromthetop.com forward slash 
Traffic and Leads, spelled out, Traffic and Leads. There are three documents that I wrote. One of them is a personal assessment. You really dive deep into yourself and look at your identity, your ideals, your relationships, your faith, your career, your family. It just asks you about 30 questions that are very thought-provoking. There's not a right or wrong answer. It's just to get deep into your mind. The second one, Lindsay, most people don't know what they want. And I'll ask this question, if geographically or financially you were not limited tomorrow, what would you do with your life? Most people don't know. They're out grinding out the day, just trying to make to have another day tomorrow. Live proactively, not reactively. Really live on purpose. Design the life that you want to live. And then steps to a productive day. It's kind of a to-do list on steroids. Starts you out very early. You walk through the entire day. They're all in Word documents. They're for free. For you, I've taken the price off. Go to viewfromthetop.com forward slash traffic and leads. Hopefully, this will help you live a more successful and significant life. Well, thank you so much for the interview today, Aaron. I appreciate it. Been awesome, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on. Have a good day. You too. Well, there you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay, the owner of TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.